The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What's good, everybody? Welcome in to The Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports light, the best value in all sports betting. And it's not close. As you can see. We have not made it back to the friendly confines. This is the biggest month of the year. We're on the road. Everybody is everywhere, and we're doing it just for you. Now, yesterday, kind of a ho-hum day at the brand. EC went two for three. I had a little bit of bad luck, still a push. But overall, a ho-hum day. But it all starts tonight. That's right. It all starts tonight, the first four. But are you good enough? Are you good enough to beat me, M-squared, Sia, Bucket, Sia, there, there is the QR code right there. Download that, or you can go to cbsports.com slash the early edge. I did my bracket last night. I'm all done. I'm all locked in. Are you? We want you to participate. Also, all week we're dedicating to college basketball. We have a show every single day at 4 p.m., and it will be a first four preview today, a first four preview tomorrow, and then you see the rest of the week. We got you covered top to bottom, left to right. Now, when it's a big day, and it's the start of our week, because we do things differently here at the Early Edge, we start on Tuesdays. And, oh, it's an embarrassment of riches. Let's bring in the stars of the show. I want to see them because you know them, you love them. And we've got dedication so much that even when video's not working, my man M Squared still shows up. Mikey, live from Nashville, Tennessee, the penthouse level. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing, everybody out there? Hopefully, can you guys at least hear me today, making sure we're good there? Perfect. We are having all sorts of technical difficulties this morning, but we're here. We're fired up. It's the tournament, uh, not only the NCAA tournament, the NIT as well. A lot of great games today. You're damn right. Ten games on the dock. And by the way, for all of you young handicappers out there trying to make it in network television, this is the dedication you need. Showing up, even when it's not the best day. Mikey, hang tight. Now, next, oh, this man has become kind of the mountaintop, the person that we look to for a lot of different things, especially showdown wins. He is live as the counselor of cash. See you in a job. Good morning, sir. So our good morning. Our week starts uh, today, which means I closed out last week 12 and 1, and it, which is honestly a little disappointing <laughs> because the one loss was Wyndham Clark over Brandon uh, Wu and he completely outstruck Brandon Wu. He just was so bad with the putter. Really should have been 13-0, but I'm happy to close the week with a showdown win against Buckets. I believe that's where I started the week as well. And probably in the middle of the week, I had a showdown win against him as well. I blame the chat 
for peer pressuring buckets into that showdown yesterday. Everybody was on the Suns. Oh man, they have really crushed uh, the the, um, the the in that matchup, and uh, it, it we reversed it yesterday with the Golden State Warriors cover, easy cover. Uh, Sawyer says Sia has been on a nuclear level heater. That is correct. But see, you know, we're the most transparent show in all sports betting. So I think I need to admit something right here in front of the entire audience. It was me that told Buckets to challenge you to the showdown yesterday. It was me that made him step into the deep end. And I will take full responsibility for that. Well, shoot. Well, I I feel so. Should you have paid me instead of Buckets? Because I got it at 130 in the morning. I got a hundred bucks from Buckets. And I sent him a hundred bucks at one fifteen in the morning. Yes, and I have proof right here if you need to see it. It's true. That's amazing. It's true. <laughs> it was all me. All right, next he is live from Sin City, Las Vegas, the hub of March Madness sports betting. Zach Attack, Zach Simony. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everyone. You know what? Yesterday I had my first true day off, and I don't know how long. Actually, in Vegas, as I'm out of town a lot and whatnot, but in Vegas, first true day off yesterday was amazing. Oldest sons on spring break, so we got to enjoy the day, and I'm I'm ready for March Madness, Coach. Yes, you are. Now I wonder, from Las Vegas to just south of London, England, does March Madness have the same type of? I don't know. Let's ask the guru, Martin W. Great. Good morning, sir. Good morning to you, coach. I could go into any European city and ask a thousand people if they know what March Madness is and nobody would have a clue. No one knows anything about March Madness over here, but uh, everyone's fully focused on the Champions League and soccer. Uh, But I'm excited about March Madness. I'm going to fill in my bracket after this show. Thank you for the reminder. Um, (laughs) Yeah, embarrassing if if I win because my my knowledge is uh, very limited, but I'm going to I'm going to pick some upsets. I'm aware that there's always upsets in the first and second round. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but but focused on soccer mainly. Look at Martin understanding there are upsets in the first and second round. Hey, as long as you beat EC, I'm good. I am good. As long as he's at the bottom of the totem pole. That's all I care about. By the way, uh, Antonio, I believe, says, Coach, quit spreading lies. You didn't really pay Buckets. Buckets $100. What does that say right there? Yeah. What does that say right there? <laughs> I don't lie. I bring receipts. I bring receipts. All right, let's get into it. we got a lot to talk about today with 10 college basketball games, a bunch of NBA as well. Storylines that could affect the betting lines, and you guys know how important. Just look at the Bucks last night. You have Giannis. you got a full complement of players, and they play well. It's so important. Mike, start us off with the NBA injury report. Yeah, big day in the NBA here. We got a lot of news, starting with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Jarrett Allen going to miss this game. Uh, on the other side for the Hornets, of course, LaMelo Ball out for the season. Mark Williams, their big guy, he is out. Kelly Oubre missed the last game. He's listed as probable. The Detroit Pistons, second night of a back-to-back. They're in full tank mode despite basically beating the the, uh, the Pacers by 30 the other day. Uh, Marvin Bagley, Boyan Bogdanovich, both out. Alec Burks, Jaden Ivey, both doubtful, but they've also got James Wiseman, Isaiah Livers, and Jalen Duran, who all played last night, listed questionable ahead of tonight's game. For the Wizards, Kyle Kuzma listed questionable. For the Denver Nuggets, Jamal Murray listed questionable for this game. For the Orlando Magic, Franz Wagner, uh, Wagner, I think that's how you say the last name there. He uh, 
I'm, he he's questionable to play in this game. The Spurs have six players either out or questionable. Uh, Trey Jones, Romeo Langford, both going to miss. That's going to free up a ton of usage for Devontae Graham. Uh, and then Keldon Johnson, Jeremy Sohan, both questionable. For the Lakers, Anthony Davis listed probable on the other side. For the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, questionable to play in this game. For the Oklahoma City Thunder, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is back. He is off the injury report. And then probably the biggest injury set of the night, we've got New York Knicks on the road at the Trailblazers. Jeremy Grant, Damian Lillard, both listed questionable. Lillard did miss the last game. Jalen Brunson, still doubtful on the Knicks side. And then finally, the Milwaukee Bucks play the Phoenix Suns. This is significant because both of these teams played last night. Uh, Giannis was a game-time decision, ended up playing last night, played a full complement of minutes last night, not currently listed on the injury report. Do not be surprised if he is listed on the injury report by about 4 p.m. this afternoon. Wow. What an incredible NBA injury report. Thank you, Mikey. They, you guys see what we're talking about there, that – all the players that played last night, are they going to play? We shouldn't have to think about that. It was kind of refreshing to watch the Pistons game last night. And Jim Beheim was there. His son plays on the Detroit. And he was supposed to sit out. And they said he was playing hurt because it was important him to play 82 games. I was like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of a refreshing, refreshing take. Mikey, thank you very much. Now, as we mentioned, 10 games tonight in college basketball. And because of the volatility, Zach, I'm coming to you first. There are a lot of teams that were NCAA tournament bound that now find themselves not. So you can have a matchup like tonight that a week ago, you'd have said this is a first round matchup in the tournament. Who am I talking about? Yeah, Toledo, it's very tough to see them in the NIT once again, because they're a very talented team. And it's one of those things you have to win your conference tournament to get into to March Madness. And Toledo just has not been able to do it. Remember last year, I actually had them on our Futures episode of college basketball to take them in the regular season back there 5-1. to one. They ended up winning it, and they've won three straight years the MAC regular season title, but they're unable to win in the conference tournament. We saw Ohio make their run three seasons ago. Last year was Akron. This year it was Kent State. So Toledo's been that team that's been the top team but just can't get it done in March Madness. So they're back in the NIT, and you see their stout record, 27-7. and seven. They're big underdogs against Michigan, who's just 17 and 15. But you've got to be careful because this is a little bit of deja vu that I wanted to mention. Last year, they also lost to Akron. Their first matchup in the NIT was against Dayton, and they lost by 19 points, 74 to 55. So you got to wonder. They don't really play a strong non-conference schedule. That's probably one of the reasons why they can't get in the playing game, can't get into March Madness as one of the last teams in because they their, their toughest opponent in non-conference this year was Michigan State, a team they lost to 81 to 68. Ooh, Big Cheesy in the chat says Toledo beats Michigan tonight plus the six. Zach, hold tight. I'll have you react to that in just a minute. I'll have you react to that in just a minute. All right. Now, <clears throat> there is the big tournament that starts tonight. You may like the play in the first four. You may not. We don't care. We're here for it. And Sia, as we look at these teams, is there anybody or anybody early on that you think could make a run? I think there is actually, and, and we'll probably detail it a little bit on, no, we'll detail it a little bit more later on in the show, um, whether it be the marquee matchup or perhaps one of my picks. 
I do think, you know, by the way, I don't like the the first four game thing. I think it should be 64. If you're if you're granted entry to the tournament, whether you're an at-large team or, or automatic bid because you won your conference tournament, you, sh- you belong in the 64. I don't like the expansion, but that's a, that's an aside. I do think there's a team, one team in particular, that might be able to get through a couple of rounds in this tournament. And so, again, we, we go back to what Martin said. He's our bracket expert, of course, our bracketologist. <laughs> you know, there, there are upsets in the first round and in the second round, and there are some Cinderella stories that can get to perhaps the Sweet 16 or the Grade 8. And I think there's some talent here in the double-digit seed. So I think one of them uh, plays tonight and could do some damage. All right. We'll get into our marquee matchup shortly. But you guys at home, you've made this show so big that now we've got to pay so many bills. So here's a word from one of our incredible partners. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, soccer announcers are the best announcers in the world, aren't they? Just the best. All right, let's get into our marquee matchups for the day. This is where we break down games, but not necessarily make picks because we want you to have the knowledge that is ultimately power. All right, game number one. It's the first game of the first four, the first game officially of the tournament, the Blue Buds, the powerhouses, Southeast Missouri State, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. I've been to Corpus Christi. I will tell you a little bit later what I did in Corpus Christi. It was was a little crazy. It was a little crazy. But tonight it's all about their basketball team. So, Sia, let me come to you because you said you don't like the first four, but these teams certainly do. How are you leaning into this one? Yeah, this is not this is a no bet for me. I think it's two really interesting situations with Corpus Christi kind of being in the same situation last year. They had a really they, they had like a one or two point lead down the stretch and then they ended up blowing it. So I think there is something to be said for a team coming back in the same situation with the experience of the year prior. Um, then again, Southeast Missouri State, uh, that, that's a pretty good team, too, on a pretty good run. So I think it's it's going to be interesting to see if Southeast Missouri State can kind of continue their momentum. I'll tell you, the momentum is going to come to a complete stop and thud in the next game against Alabama, of course. But these two teams are playing for a lot in terms of, you know, what their NCAA tournament experience is, it's it's we don't get a lot from these teams, so they are going to be all out tonight for sure. It'll be an exciting game to watch. No doubt. Mikey, what does the lab, what does your model tell you about this first four game? Yeah, this one's fascinating. I hope you love pace of play because that's what you're going to get here. These teams play incredibly quick, uh, especially the Southeast Missouri State side. Uh, what I look for in this game, though, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, I think they're the better team here. Uh, the number's four. I make it closer to eight. Uh, what they do incredibly well is they shoot free throws well. They're the second best team in all of college basketball. If you watch a ton of college basketball, you know how frustrating it can be watching these kids shoot free throws. This team collectively shoots over 80% as a team. Absolutely incredible. 
incredible. That's why they're in this position. Uh, they're able, they also hit a ton of threes as well. So they have great shooters on the floor. That's what I want to lean into in a game where we're going to have a ton of tempo up and down, uh, likely going to have trips to the foul line. And if they're in that situation where they got to put a game away, this is the team you want to back doing it uh, because they hit all their free throws. Oh, very interesting. I like that. He says he makes it more closer to eight. Zach, your thoughts? I'm actually shocked this this line isn't more closer to a pick'em. And uh, the Southland oh. Conference is just a disaster. And I think you can get in trouble with familiarity as a better. You know, there's a lot of people coming into Vegas right now. You see Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and you think like, oh, they were in this last year. They still they have five seniors. They've got a six-man senior, Simeon Fryer, coming off the bench and scored 12 points in last year's playing game. But the Ohio Valley, you can't discount it. Uh, you, you know, they didn't have Belmont or Murray State this year. So you saw two teams in the title game that were below 500 technically, but momentum is key in March Madness. They won those four games in four days, Southeast Missouri State. They have two guards that are going to be problems in Chris Harris and uh, Philip Russell. So I like Southeast Missouri State plus the points. All right. See, that's why we do marquee matchups. Do you agree with Zach Attack? Do you agree with them square? Well, the beautiful hey, part coach, is. Coach, I made a mistake on there, too. Uh, I actually make the game five, minus 5.3. Still definitely lean in the AM Corpus Christi side, but I was reading the uh, the wrong, wrong line here. Um, oh. It's the Duke game that I make eight, if anyone cares. But uh, yeah, it's five minus 5.3. So much closer to where the game actually is. And Mikey, make it very clear we all care about what you have to say. Everybody does. Trust me on that. All right, game number two of our marquee matchup tonight. And don't sleep on the Pitt Panthers. They've been a really good team in Mississippi State coming out of the SEC. See, let's start with you. How are you leaning in this one? Yeah, they have been a really good team, but but I would probably – you know, rephrase that they were a really good team because they have a, they've stumbled a little bit down the stretch, getting absolutely worked over by Duke. I'm glad Mikey mentioned Duke because this, or the early edge, I had two Duke picks and I believe Jamie um, solidified it with a Duke pick over UVA. So we've been riding Duke for the last week to a three and O start, but, but Duke handled Pitt, you know, quite easily. And, and I think in this game, Pitt's kind of stumbling, losing four out of the last seven after a really, to your point, a really, really great stretch. Mississippi state has been really battle tested though. And I think, that's in terms of momentum. We just Zach just talked about that. I think Mississippi State probably coming in with the better momentum. So um, I, I certainly um, I have a pick on this play. We'll wait for it. But I think Mississippi State is on the right trajectory, whereas Pitt might be stumbling just a little bit. How do you lean there, Zach Attack? Yeah, I also uh, agree with Mike Ancy on Mississippi State. I think Mike said uh, money line Mississippi State on HQ was a, was a good point. You, you look at a spread of two and a half, it's probably safer to look on the money line here. And it just touch on Jeff Capel. You know, he's had all that ACC experience, uh, assistant coach on Duke since 2011, got the coaching job at Pittsburgh since 2018. So it's not a surprise to see them overachieve in ACC play where they were 14 and six, but they also won six games by three points or less. And you look at their non-conference play, really struggled against the upper-level teams where they went one and four. They ended up losing to um, – we'll go back to that. But they, they lost to four key teams. Oh, there is West Virginia, Michigan, VCU, and Vanderbilt. So they struggled in non-conference play against, against the upper-level teams. Yeah, and Mikey, do you think it helps the fact that the Mississippi State Bulldogs – Play in the SEC where you got the number one overall seed, Alabama, and a lot of other good teams. 
Uh, yeah, I think it definitely helps. I think their conference is stronger. I, I think what I lean on this game is going to be Mississippi State's going to control the tempo here, and they also uh, they're a better team defensively. The only reason they're even relevant is because they're one of the better teams defensively in college basketball. Pitt, on the other hand, by far the worst unit on the floor is the Pitt defensive unit. Uh, I, I want someone at this time of the year that's going to be able to play half-court offense and defend in the half court. Uh, I want these ugly, low-scoring games here, limited possessions. That's where I think Mississippi State's going to thrive. I like them on the money line. All right. Very, very good. This is a really good time of year, too, to play the money line. Mikey brings up a great point. Sometimes take the points out, lay 20 or 30 cents, then all you have to do is worry about winning the game. Just win the game. All right, my basketball boys, hang tight. I need to go to the guru for a second. Because in kind of a weird scheduling quirk, unless I read it incorrectly, Martin, Man City RB Leipzig one of two Champions League games today. It's the second leg. The first leg was almost a month ago, though. Take me through this game today. That's correct, Coach. Yeah, it was about three or four weeks ago that the first leg took place in Germany. And uh, it is delicately poised that 1-1 after a draw at the Red Bull Arena in Leipzig. So that typically happens with Manchester City in the knockout stages of the Champions League. They do end up drawing with teams that they would normally be superior to when they go on the road, but then they typically get the job done in front of their home fans at the Etihad Stadium. Uh, since that 1-1 draw, which was quite a while ago, as you mentioned, Manchester City have rattled off consecutive wins against Bournemouth, Bristol City, Newcastle and Crystal Palace. So they're on a bit of a roll right now. The players really should be full of confidence when they step onto the pitch in Manchester on Tuesday. And I think they should be a lot more dominant in front of their home fans. They are going to need to be vigilant in the face of RB Leipzig's pace on the counter-attack. But I think, as is typically the case, Pep Guardiola's men should control possession. I think they really should earn a reasonably comfortable win. Kevin De Bruyne, their star player, was left out of the starting eleven for the win against Crystal Palace at the weekend. So... He's going to be really fresh. Manchester City did have 62% of the possession in that first leg. They just couldn't convert that dominance into a win. Once again, at home, they should get it done. RB Leipzig did beat Borussia Mönchengladbach 3-0 at the weekend. They have got some quality forwards, but they are seven points behind Bayern Munich in the Bundesliga table. And I think they could just be outclassed a little bit by Manchester City here. Man City are the outright favourites to win the tournament. They've come close on several occasions during Guardiola's tenure. They typically reach the semi-finals or the final of the competition. So they really should get past RB Leipzig today. And they are the heavy favourites to do it. I think they're minus 270 at Caesars. Similar odds at all the other leading sports books. So you do have to come up with a handicap line or find another way of getting more value to bring the number closer to plus 100. And I've got a pick for that later on in the show. Fantastic. Snug the cat says being at home is going to help Man City. Are we sure that's not prop stars with a different name in the chat? Hmm. Snug the cat. Where's Goose when you need him? All right. I told you. My guys are very, very expensive. We've got through the marquee matches. We've got through the storylines. I am fired up on a Tuesday, but we got to pay some more bills very quickly. Here's another word from an incredible partner. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, 
technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. Oh, snap! The Big Ten coming to CBS Sports. More college football to talk about in the fall. I'm here for it. But right here, right now, we're all about college basketball and soccer. So, Guru, I'm coming right back to you. You've given me all the great information. Now give me your picks. Give me two. Sure thing, coach. Uh, so, yeah, as I mentioned, Manchester City is the Champions League favourite. And while RB Leipzig is a good team, I think City should just have too much quality for them overall. They've got so much creative ability in midfield and Erling Haaland is going to want to stamp his authority on this game. So you can find a lot more value by giving Manchester City a minus 1.25 Asian handicap. That means you profit if they win by at least two goals and you lose half of your bet amount if they only win by a single goal. Once again, this is a game that they really should win. And if they do take a one-goal lead, RB Leipzig will be forced to take risks in a bid to find an equaliser. And Manchester City could then punish them on the break, which they often do on the counter-attack. So I think that does look like a, a very appealing option in this game. Manchester City minus 1.25. If you want a bit more value, you can just push it to Manchester City minus 1.5. Uh, yeah, the other game is Porto versus Inter and I do think that Porto will get a result in that game so uh, maybe you could parlay Manchester City with Porto draw no bet looks pretty good uh, but the other pick that I just wanted to give out while I'm here is taking place tomorrow in the Premier League and it's a game between Brighton and Crystal Palace who are local rivals in the south of England. There's a great deal of enmity between the fans. In recent decades, Crystal Palace have been on top, but right now, Brighton are just on fire this season. They're seventh in the Premier League table, but they've played fewer games than the teams above them, and they remain in contention for a top four finish, which is just huge for a club of Brighton's stature. Meanwhile, Crystal Palace are now just three points clear of the relegation zone. Things aren't looking great for them. They haven't won since November. But they do tend to raise their game when they play against Brighton. Both teams to score has paid off in the last five meetings between these teams. And it's also landed in 10 of the last 11 matches between them. Brighton are terrific in attack. They should score. Crystal Palace have just welcomed their star player, Wilfred Zaha, back from injury. They haven't scored in their last three matches, but they're going to be desperate to end that drought against their fierce rivals. And at those odds of plus 120, I just think both teams to score looks really appealing. That's my look, at, look at the guru. Always thinking about you at home. A pick for tomorrow. Always thinking ahead. Mark, thank you very much, sir. Thank you very much. Now, 
We've got the Champions League out of the way. We've got the Premier League out of the way. But I want to get back to basketball because, see, I'm coming to you. We've talked about the first four games tonight, Pitt and Mississippi State. But you actually like a side in this game. Which one? Yeah, I only have a pick for tonight. I don't have a pick for tomorrow like show off over there, Martin. Uh, yeah, it's Mississippi State minus two and a half. I actually really like this one. Now, granted, if you want to take it on the money line at around minus 140, that obviously makes sense too. But I still like it minus two and a half. It's minus 110 pretty much everywhere. Again, what I mentioned earlier with respect to Mississippi State, really coming in hot. Uh, let's say back to January 28th, for example, they, they've got some losses in there. They just got blown out by Alabama. They've got close losses to Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri, all, all pretty good teams. But they've also beaten since that time TCU, Missouri. They played them twice, lost 1-1-1, Arkansas, Texas A&M. So it, it, you might recognize those teams as teams on your bracket that you're filling out for the early edge bracket. So they are they are beating teams that are actually in the bracket with pretty high seeds. On the other hand, Pitt losers of four or seven, certainly in the softer conference. When it comes to the matchup itself, uh, Mikey alluded to it, really good defensive team from Mississippi State. They can rebound as well. So I think second chance points are going to be big for Mississippi State here. They've got the closest thing to a star in Tolu Smith. And I just think they're the better team, flat out in the better conference with the better wins. Give me Mississippi State minus two and a half. I love this play. I, I'm I'm, probably, I'm I'm one of those guys, like Mikey said, I don't mind laying the juice on the money line. But if you yeah. want to lay less juice, play it the way Sia just gave it to you. Either way, should cash just fine. Many of you in the chat, you guys are diabolical, aren't you? Everybody wants a showdown. Everybody wants us going against each other. Well, so far, we don't have one. But we might. We might. All right, Zach, you're going to be in maestro spot, so hang tight. Mikey. M squared, you've done an amazing job. You look great this morning, too, I might add. What do you like tonight, sir? Yeah, definitely trying a few new things as far as the appearance goes today. Uh, <laughs> you know, look, I'm going to play the under here in uh, Colorado Seton Hall. I, I like this game in the NIT. There's a lot going on in this one. Uh, first off, I make the number 130 and a half. Pretty big edge on the 137. Uh, but both of these teams, they're much better defensively than they are offensively. We're talking teams that grade out as top 30 units defensively. De on the defensive side of the ball, these are teams that belong in the NCAA tournament that are not there. They've lacked offensively where neither team cracks the top 125. The thing that's fascinating about the NIT is the opening round game here like this. It's a home game for Colorado. So you've mm -hmm. got significant travel involved for Seton Hall. Not only do you have the travel, you have a team that's going to play at altitude. They definitely don't play at altitude ever. They might have it in some sort of preseason setting, but they never play at altitude. We don't talk about this much. We do in the NBA a little bit, and those athletes are conditioned to it because they've at least been there multiple times to do it. Not the case here. Uh, I'm expecting a very average pace of play with above average defense in this one. And then finally for Colorado, KJ Simpson, he missed the Pac-12 tournament. Uh, he's sick with mono. He's one of their better players, one of their better scorers. Uh, no official status on him, but pretty good indication that he could sit in this one as well. Uh, I like the under 137 and a half here. M squared brings up a great point. The altitude is real. I'll never forget. I played Colorado College when I was in college. And we went out there, walked in up on the wall. It said 5,497 feet. Breathe deeply. They wanted to get in your head before the game even started. About 90 seconds in, I felt like I had a knife in my side. Coach, get me. No, no, play through it. You got to play through it. We'll see if Seton Hall can do that. Mikey, thank you very much. Now, Zach Attack. <clears throat> you, sir, you understand how wide your shoulders need to be to be in the maestro spot. You need to know how much you, conviction you have to have to be in the maestro spot. So, with all the confidence in the world, you're up, sir. 
All right, coach, let's try to go 2-0 and with two picks, one in the NIT and one in the NBA. I'm going to go right back to the storyline in tail Michigan minus six against Toledo. And like I said, I don't expect this Michigan team to do great in the NIT. I think it's a one-game scenario here. You look at the records, Toledo 27-7, and Michigan 17-15, and and they're the favorites, minus six. But I think it goes back to the old saying, is there motivation, not on Michigan's side, but on Toledo's side? I mentioned it, this Toledo team, three straight years, the MAC regular season champ, and just can't get it done in the conference tournament. You have the familiar names, Ray J. Dennis, J.T. Shoemate, Cedric Milner. They are really a good team, and they, they should be in the tournament. They should be in March Madness, but they're not there. I think that's going to be a big issue. Michigan, they know they, they weren't going to get there. They are an NIT team. They have things to work on, things to improve on, and I think they're going to have the better motivation today. I like Michigan minus six. And then in the NBA, we're going to go with the Toronto Raptors minus one against the Denver Nuggets. You know me, Coach. I like to stay with streaks. The Denver Nuggets are on a three-game losing streak. Go back to their last win was actually against the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors had a five-point lead at the end of the third quarter before Denver outscored them by 10 points. We know how strong Denver is on their home floor, 30-6 and six or something like that. So we expected that. But Toronto's returning from a five-game road trip. I think they're going to have the upper hand tonight. OG Ananobi, he's starting to show great play, 18-31 and 31 in his last two games. So better balance from the Raptors returning from a big road trip. Give me the Toronto Raptors to push the Denver Nuggets losing streak to four games. By the way, if you haven't looked at it yet i posted it this morning on my instagram fred van vliet one of the great post-game press conferences of all time and i posted it this morning where he just ripped the refs a thirty thousand dollar fine but zach you said something very interesting you said you like to play in the streaks well i too likes to play in the streaks and right now my showdown streak is really really good um you can have the raptors pick i don't care about that tonight but sir Michigan minus six. All I have to say is, are you in or are you out? (laughs) At 17.50, you're going to get me with an NIT showdown. Let's go. Oh, oh, snake. This has got to be a first. (laughs) This has got to be a first, an NIT showdown. (laughs) Let's go. <laughs> we are the degenerates of degenerates if we're doing Michigan Toledo. But I'm here for it. Because you know, Zach, the one place they never say, oh, that was an NIT ticket. You know where they don't say that? At the pay window. You're damn right at the pay window. They never say that. So one of us is going to be cashing tonight. One of us. It'll probably end up being six. That's probably what's going to happen. That won't be any fun. <laughs> All right, so we've got a showdown. You guys asked for it. I'm giving it to you. Oh, look at Dylan. He says, I'm with you, coach. I already have the chat on my side, Zach. They're already backing me. Two seconds in, already backing me. All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of the snake on the ones and the twos. M squared, one play today. Incredible analysis for this game. Seton Hall, Colorado, under 137.5. One of the eight NIT games on tap for tonight. Then seeing a shot in the first four. The counselor has Mississippi State minus two and a half. Mikey said he'd love the money line on that play as well. Then Zach attack. He has Michigan minus six. I have Toledo plus the six in a showdown. And then the Raptors minus one. And then the guru has Man City minus 125 Asian handicap. He also said he wouldn't mind Porto in a little bit of a parlay. They're the other Champions League game today. And then a game tomorrow from the Premier League, Brighton and Crystal Palace. Both teams to score plus one. 20. Matt says, great show, boys. 
Let's have a day. I couldn't say it any better myself. By the way, a little programming note, early edge at five, all basketball today. And I'll be hosting the entire hour on CBS Sports HQ tonight, a full hour of March. You guys ask if we're doing futures. I'm doing it with the crew tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern time live on CBS Sports HQ. We'll be there for the entire hour. But with all that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, love them all. Zach Attack, the counselor, M-Square, doing work even when it's not easy. Buckets, I hope you're watching. And then, of course, the guru, always bringing a strong and a very eloquent style. And the snake on the ones and the twos. I am the coach. Tell all your friends, turn on your notifications. By the way, hit the like button. You become very lazy because we do everything for you. Do something for us. Hit that like button and tell your friends. I am the coach. There's only one brand that grinds for you so we can win with you. We call it the early edge. Good luck.